0: The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Welcome in, Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial money invested and more. Thanks for listening to the show. I do appreciate it um I, you have been part of my life in the morning or evenings for 20 plus years of radio and trust me it's intimate even though there's a lot of distance between us it feels intimate to me and you listen i pledge to make you a better smarter investor and hopefully that'll make you maybe a, avoid a 10,000 dollar mistake or multi million dollar mistake it's new week this week and it's new dollar So to speak, I want to get your retirement. Last week, we had a rough down 3.9%. Halloween spooks. They're coming for you. Halloween spooks. (laughs) It's a tough time to be an investor because you're like, what's going on? What's going on? But then a little bit of just like, you know, the Titanic. Raise the Titanic and uh, the morning after. It's the world's worst movie song connection it's awful it's awful so after the disaster after people have died after people have lived after people have been heroes after the the rescue person dies but he's lived a good life but he tells his wife goodbye there's always a morning after and wall street has a morning after too it's called monday Had a rough week last week everyone is waiting for a bounce. Everyone is waiting for new highs. Let's go to new highs. Let's go to new highs. I got a call recently from someone who was like, is this bull market over? <laughs> Let's go to new highs. Let's go to new highs. So it's been kind of elusive, right? And last year was elusive. We went to new highs. Last quarter, we went to new highs. What happened? Where did the good times go? So a lot of times, V-shaped recoveries don't snap back and they turned into more of a problem. I'm seeing some problems with the transports, not the Dow transports, but the autos. They look weak. I'm seeing some problem with the housing stocks. They look weak. And Housing stocks and auto stocks tell us, six months from now, autos may not be selling well with you, the consumer, and homes may not be being purchased or refinanced or taken money out of with you, the homeowner. Now again, that's, that's anecdotal at best. That's historical. Like Alexander Hamilton. It's historical, like Alexander Hamilton. Oh, forget it. Name, Alexander Hamilton. It's historical. Is like Alexander, Hamilton. Alexander Hamilton, right? I, I've had enough of that American Express commercial with, with with the guy from Hamilton. I just can't take it anymore. It's causing me a tick. No! OK, so today's a little bit of a merger Monday, and like the sun will come up tomorrow. And it came up on Monday, and it was Dow Component IBM acquiring Red Hat Software for 34 billion dollars. It's a 63 percent premium over this closing price on Friday, and you just go, "IBM, IBM, what are you doing? Big blue!" Um, it looks like you're overpaying to acquire revenue growth. The aggressive bid has set a nice tone that the market's willing to look at their competitors and say, you're underpriced by 60%. I'm going to buy you. Or is IBM smoking the, the the good juice, right, and just overpaying because they've been a laggard in the 21st century tech companies, Standard Poor's is maintaining its triple B investment grade rating for Italy. That's a spicy meatball, triple B. <laughs> so Italy is talking about we don't really want to pay our debt. And when you're S and P Standard Poor's and you grade debt, you want to get that right. Standard Poor's provides research for governments. They provide research for major financial institutions. China's considering a 50% cut in its tax on car purchases. And there's some positive bias out of Europe today. So last week, the market was down, sad, blue. This week, it's saying, you know what? We got Halloween coming up, and we're going to party like it's a Halloween night. And good luck to all the Vestal Virgins, and good luck to all the vampires and vampire hunters. I'm watching that show, The Haunting Hill... The Haunting of Hill House on Netflix, that's well done. You know, every now and then, like when I saw Breaking Bad, you know, you clap at the end of an episode and you go, that's well done. Um, That's a show that's well done. Anyway, if you like spooky, spooky. So German Chancellor Angela Merkel has announced that she will not be seeking re-election as head of the CDU, following disappointing results over the weekend for her party in a regional election. She should remain chancellor until 2021, at which time she will not pursue any other political posts. Merkel's been a pretty good world leader, in my opinion. Now, again, I don't get into the politics of it. I get into the economic stability. I get into the how's her country doing economically. She's been a pretty good steward of the whole European Union and trying to keep people together. And when there is terrorism, she's been a pretty strong voice. Of The EU needs to stick together. And if I was Italian or German or French, I'd be really darn proud to have her as kind of like the head of the EU, even though she's the head of Germany. She's been a damn good spokesperson for both Germany and the European Union. And I know, I know, I know. Some people think she's too soft on this or too hard on that. But economically speaking, um, it's going okay. And... That sometimes says a lot right there. Rickshaws. I know you're saying, Rob, are you going to quit your day job and race rickshaws? The rickshaw revolution. Do you think there's Uber rickshaws and Lyft rickshaws? Will there be? There are more e-rickshaws in India than battery-powered passenger cars. Okay, e-rickshaw electric vehicle revolutions gaining ground. And it's tied towards rickshaws. So, what we're seeing come out right now of India is about 1.5 million battery-powered three-wheel rickshaws. That's a fleet that's bigger than the total number of electric passenger cars sold in China since 2011. But while the world's largest auto market dangles significant subsidies to encourage purchase of battery-powered cars, India's e-movement didn't get any help from the state of India, the government. It was the drivers and, you know... uh, The three-wheelers basically coming up with innovation, weaving through crowded, smoggy streets, discovered that rickshaws are quieter, faster, cleaner, and cheaper to maintain than traditional rickshaws. So the e-rickshaw has hit the market. Three-wheeled vehicles make up about $1.5 billion market right now. And there are companies like Mahindra and Mahindra and Kinetic Engineering and not necessarily Ford or GM, but will Ford or GM get it notice? And say, this is going to be a big market that's going to continue to increase. I can see them in San Francisco. Anyhow, and anyway, e-rickshaws are in the news. And now you know. Big event coming up in San Jose in November. A Saturday event. Two events. One for wealth creation, one for wealth preservation. November 17. You can sign up at Rob Black Show. Use code radio25 to get in for free. That's code radio25 at robblackshow.com. Want the podcast with music? Find the link to the other version of the podcast by going to Rob Black's Twitter. His handle is at Rob Black Show. Listen to Rob Black and Your Money weekday mornings, 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW. It's almost over. The very scary month of October. It can't end soon enough for those who believe in things like that. All three major indices were solidly higher to start the day, but... That's just the day when we know the month's bad, right? And the month's bad is just, it's basically wiped out a good year. We've still got a long way to go if it's going to get negative on us. So along the way, when you panic, start to learn the phrase panic smartly. I've been in car situations where you start seeing something kind of wonky ahead of you, right? And you're like, okay, I'm going to keep an eye on this. And then when all heck bursts and like, Car parts are flying in the air, you're already on top of it. You're gonna panic smartly. You know, you're gonna decelerate slowly because you've already looked around you. You've already got into a safer of the two lanes kind of scenario. Same thing can happen with with investing. A wobbly week for stocks, a caller here or there who says, Do you think the market's bull market's over? Do you think I should get out now? Do you think I should sell everything? Maybe you hear a couple more gold commercials where they come up with a false f- story of stock market's roller coaster. No, it's not it, it goes up. And you don't even see the dips when you start stepping back months and years and decades. It's, it's anything but a roller coaster. And if you were to look back at say, you know, I'm going to look at my wealth in over forty years and you'll go like, Wow, I remember when I went from fifty thousand to seventy five thousand back down to sixty thousand. That felt crazy. And then a couple years from now you'll be like, I remember when I went from five hundred thousand to seven hundred thousand back to six hundred thousand. I didn't know I was going to lose everything. I lost hundred thousand on paper. And then ten years later, and you get the idea. It moves higher. So a wobbly week for stocks, all because the Federal Reserve has been raising interest rates. I think that's the the baseball bat hitting, you know, the pillar of the hardest right now, savers can get 2% on their cash stashes for the first time in more than a decade. And we think that you as someone who goes to the bank, you may be able to get 3% soon. And I remember when I got in this industry, you know, old people, 60 years old, 70 years old, they're like, I just want to put my money in a bank and get 4%. That's good enough for me. I wish it was 5% like it used to be, or 6%. People cool. want to put money in banks because money in banks is safe money. And our senior citizens deserve a little bit of safe money. But when you lower the interest rates, it, you kind of lose that ability to have safe money somewhere. And it encourages you to put it somewhere more aggressive. So that's especially true for banks. They're they're set to win right now. So right now I see that you know Goldman Sachs was offering 1.95%. On balances over a dollar, that's good to see, because for 15 years it was like I'm getting zero percent on my CD or one quarter of one percent. Uh, oh, I'm splurging. I got one half of one percent. Safety is kind of an important thing, and it, it helps some people in our society. It hurts your returns, but it helps some people mentally in our society. They, you know, they're on a fixed income and they need to know exactly what they're going to be getting. So that's one of the things out there with the stock market and the recent volatility and how you could be smart with it. You can now get 2% somewhere. If you're expected to get 8 to 10% returns in the S&P 500, you can now look somewhere and get 2% your cash. A year ago, the low end on the safety side wasn't well represented. But now you can get 2%. You could have got one half of 1% a year ago, two years ago. So right now, maybe your allocation is starting to say, okay, well, I, I can lock up 2%, so I, I can cut that from bonds, or I could you know, maybe cut that from some high performers who underperform, or they, you're able to change your tune. And that's all that I got out there for you. You see Merkel stepping down, right? Interesting of note, she's, I think, a very stable voice out of Europe. You're seeing Argentina, Brazil, I'm sorry, gets a new leader, who they say is very Trump-esque. Wow, right? It's um, interesting. Do you now see that parliaments and congresses and presidents and kings do really matter? What do they have up in Canada, by the way? Is that Trudeau guy a king? It's a joke, Canada. It's a joke. It's a joke. Don't get don't get sensitive. Take I know you, off, you I, posers. I know you got free health care and hockey, but you also got you also got Molson, which is I blame that on you. Lawmakers in the Central African Republic chose a new Speaker of Parliament in a chaotic vote prompted by controversial removal of their current Speaker of Parliament. He was voted out of office in the first such measure in history of the war-torn nation. Do you understand how important politics is and it's so tied towards our economy? When you try to do volunteer work in Africa, I've been told... Don't go through the governments. Don't go U.S. government to African government. In this case, I'd say Ethiopia, because what you're going to create is a situation of corruption. Work with the local churches on both sides of the uh, both countries, because they tend to go more of a grass level. And now you're like, no, now you get the grass level. I get it. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. One area that's really interesting right now is probably one of the scariest to be involved in, the emerging market stocks. We've heard our whole life like, oh, the U.S. is a mature economy. How much does it really have to go? When you take a look at some of these emerging market stocks where, like, they don't have roads there. They have dirt roads. They'll probably put in one-lane one roads. They only have one-lane roads there. They're probably going to put in two-lane highways. If they only have two-lane highways. They're going to put in four-lane highways. Because you kind of see the 10-lane highways in the Bay Area. You kind of see, like, we're not going go to get a 20. Running out of space. But maybe we'll put them on top of each other. Who knows, right? So the Emerging Markets Index, for years the thesis was it's got a lot of room to grow. And now the thesis is it's fallen a lot. It's cheap compared to the Standard & Poor's 500. It's the cheapest PE multiple since Russia annexed Crimea almost two years before the developing nation advance got underway. So... When do you pick up emerging markets? Morgan Stanley Country Index trading at ten times earnings, cheap. Eight years ago, nine years ago, the Standard Poor's five hundred was cheap, trading at twelve times earnings. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money investing, and more. Find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube Rob Black Show. Catch Rob Black and Rob Black and Your Money live on the Bay Area Airwaves. Weekday mornings from 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW and streaming live on the KDOW radio app or Biz. And don't forget the weeknight replay at 7. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial. Anything you want to talk about, we could talk about. We could talk about the living dead. No, we don't want to talk about The Living Dead. Whoa. But it is kind of interesting to talk about The Living Dead or The Walking Dead. That TV show hit AMC, what, probably eight, nine years ago? And it was a zombie sensation. And every couple of years, they kill a main character, and fewer and fewer people watch. Um, at one point in time, it was kind of considered fresh, like anyone could die kind of thing. But then when you started hitting some of the favorites, people became kind of obsessed that there's a problem and uh i don't know i throw that out there for you uh barbara barbara do you remember the living dead and the brother who was trying to scare his sister barbara stop playing with that tombstone there's a zombie in it so zombies kind of came in favor and came out of favor bitcoin kind of came in favor and came out of favor do you see kind of where i'm going out with this be careful on fat investing I'll talk about these ideas and more. I'm doing a special seminar that I've never done before, November 17th, investing beyond a 401k, wealth accumulation. I, I don't know what's gonna, how it's going to play. I'm not a PowerPoint kind of guy, which I think is incredibly refreshing. But investing in real estate, I'm talking about businesses and franchises, uh, hiring people, mutual funds, being self-employed, a couple other ideas. You can sign up for the event. It's coming up November 17th. There's two events, 9.30 to 11.30 is if you have wealth and you want to preserve it and have income and retirement. And then there is a wealth accumulation one later from one to three. It's at the Rotary Senate Summit Center in San Jose. It's a Saturday event. You can sign up at robblackshow.com. It's robblackshow.com. It's coming up on the 17th. Use code Radio 25 to get in for free. Now, again, one of the reasons I just brought up that segment on assumptions and getting caught up in... Um, things that sometimes do change on you. IBM is paying a rich valuation for Red Hat. And there was a point in time where we got kind of obsessed with Linux and how Linux was going to put Microsoft out of business because their operating system was free. The cash deal, which is IBM's biggest by far, it says we are a 107-year-old company that is so not into the cloud that we're trying to get in the cloud. So they're looking for revenue growth. They're looking for ways of staying relevant. Maybe move out of New York, is my opinion, and move to somewhere more relevant. Uh, The company, once synonymous with mainframe computing, has been very, very slow to adopt cloud-related technologies. And it's playing catch-up with Amazon and Microsoft. And going after Red Hat puts them in the game. Um, Dell once bought EMC for $63 billion. IBM's buying Red Hat for $61 billion. SoftBank bought ARM. Or 30 billion this is a reshaping uh, ibm moment and i don't know it necessarily is a good thing or if it's a little bit too late to the party red hat sells software and services based on linux operating system helping companies bridge different platforms with amazon web services microsoft Azure at the same time out there um ibm's been a big big laggard it's just big And they haven't been able to innovate their way out of it and they're trying to buy their way out of it. And I just go back to, remember there was a point in time where people thought Red Hat was going to put Microsoft out of business and now Microsoft's at an all-time high? Be careful in the stories and be careful in the trends. Whether it's uh, Facebook, you know, right now the trend is against them. Be careful on that. Try to be open-minded and look for numbers. Speaking of open-minded, I can't say that I'm getting excited by anything out of Apple these days. Maybe I'm just appled out. Maybe I'm just getting older. Maybe I'm just getting to the point where, I'm like, wow, that was a you know four hundred dollar watch that a dog bit into. <laughs> a dog bit into my watch. It didn't kill it, but gave it a little bit of a corner crack. Apple's expected to announce a new eleven inch iPad Pro. Woo! I've been waiting my whole life for an eleven inch iPad Pro. Thank you so much, Tim Cook. You've made my life better. Oh wait, wait! I've never been waiting for an 11-inch iPad Pro, and possibly a new 12.9-inch iPad Pro, both with home buttons, without home buttons, and with Face ID. Yeah, yeah. I'm not going to get excited about that. I, I know some people will say, "Well, it's part of my uh, refresh time," and I'm going to, you know, I'm going to go into it. I'm going to look into it. Apple's been working on a cheaper MacBook Air to replace the current model, while the 13 inch MacBook Air has been upgraded with new processors in recent years. Apple still hasn't redesigned the computer or added the sharper retina screen that's found in other MacBook computers. So you'll see everything kind of move towards the same. It's kind of getting homogenized, right? The new Mac Mini, uh, it's a small desktop computer that doesn't ship with a display, it hasn't been updated in more than four years. A pro model would offer new storage and processor options. It kind of looks like um, a square, right? It's kind of cool. But with that being said, uh, why are we excited? People are talking about maybe we'll see the AirPower wireless charging system. AirPower was originally announced in September 2017 out of Apple. And so far, they've done nothing. haven't shown us anything. It's a pad that lets you put your phone on it, your AirPods, and your watch and charge them all at the same time. So maybe we'll get a little bit of that. Um, Then you also strike it into some wireless charging cases for AirPods, which would let users wirelessly charge AirPods by dropping it either on a wireless charger or also supported by Apple's iPhones. So you kind of see that this is, we're not expecting a lot. So maybe we'll be happy with it. I don't know. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial money, investing in more. I think the sell-off in the market is a little bit overdone for the current move. I don't have a crystal ball. I'm not telling you to to act on this. I'm telling you that October was a pretty rough month, but we have jobs. We had a pretty good earnings season. We may not have had, we probably had peak earnings, but do I expect the market to go sideways until we could figure out another catalyst up or down? Maybe. So we don't. I see a lot of near-term growth slowdown in jobs, and it's tough to imagine that we won't spend our paychecks or a large part of them, like let's say 95% or 94% or 93% of our paycheck. We're going to spend a large part of it. So we got rising interest rates, which is a worrisome. We got a weakening global economy. You get pockets of, of worrisome out of the earnings season, but mostly strength, I think. The Nasdaq's pulled back 10%, so it's had a correction. S and P 500 about 9.3 percent from its peak, so it's almost had a technical correction. And do we need technical? I don't know. Companies have been in silent periods for buybacks, but that's going to pick up soon. Goldman Sachs has recently come out with a report saying total repurchases this year will be about a trillion dollars, one trillion dollars, and that'll support somewhat the stock market. A doomed Indonesian plane with 189 people on board had asked to return to base before crashing yesterday, shortly after takeoff. A synagogue in Pittsburgh was attacked by a gun-toting murderer. This is a crazy world we live in, I want you to financially prepare as best you can so that we don't have to have financial stories that are, are sad, because we've got enough sad stories in the news every single day. Berkshire Hathaway has put money into $600 million into two fintech companies. Paytm, like ATM, but it's P-A-Y-T-M, and Stone Cold Limited, StoneCo LTD. Both investments were led by Berkshire's two portfolio managers, not necessarily him. He has stayed away from early tech investments, Um, but these companies both dominate their local markets, which is a theme Buffett is all about. I will look into it because I know nothing of Paytm, which is India's largest mobile payment services. But it says it has more users than PayPal. And then Stoneco, which is a Brazilian payment processor, went public last week. Now, Buffett's famous for not investing in, like, Argentinian apps or apps in India that help you get cash. He's not famous for that. He's famous for Coca-Cola, IBM, and Wells Fargo. He's also famous for changing his mind on occasion. He got burned in the 70s and 80s on airlines. So he stayed away from them. And now he owns in four major Airlines. So, going after tech seems anti uh, anti Buffett, but going after tech may fit in with you know some of his criteria of, do they dominate their market like Coca-Cola does, or Wells Fargo did, or IBM. So, and for the record, he's reduced stakes and all that, and I don't know what he currently owns, but IBM and Wells Fargo ain't his focus right now. Eight hundred five one six twelve twenty 516 1220 to each calls in the air. Can't teach an old dog new tricks. Berkshire Hathaway trying to prove that wrong. Barbara... November 17th Seminars, 9.30 to 11.30. That's the seminar for if you have wealth. That's at the Rotary Summit Center, 9.30 to 11.30, November 17th in San Jose. I haven't been in downtown San Jose proper for a long time. I haven't done a Saturday for a long time. So if you don't want to sign up for wealth preservation and income planning, sign up for the Investing Beyond a 401k wealth accumulation. Don't sign up for both. Go to robblackshow.com. It's robblackshow.com. And use the code RADIO25 to get in for free. Don't forget, there's another hour of today's show to listen to. Find it now at kdow.biz or on the KDOW radio app. So I recently talked about how automotive sales are important for me to watch because they show a lot of confidence issues and confidence of consumer shows that they're willing to spend in good times. And sometimes in bad times, they're willing to tighten up their belt and save a bit more. Copper is something that I pay a lot of attention to as well. Copper, interest rates, jobs. You'll come up with a list that's yours, I hope, and hopefully it doesn't come from a newsletter. But copper is an industrial metal. It's also a name of a police officer. Hey, copper. Does copper mean citizen on patrol, or cop mean citizen on patrol, or is that just made up? Is that a myth? You will respect my authority. So it's an industrial metal, which means it's not necessarily like, hey, that's a nice copper necklace you have on. It's a leading indicator for economic growth and economic activity. When you build buildings, you throw a lot of copper in. When you build roads, you throw a lot of copper in. When you do a lot of telecommunications, you throw a lot of copper in. Copper prices are trading 17% lower year to date after a 32% jump last year. Last year the stock market glorious, this year kind of started great, and then it got a little bit weak in the last couple months, right? So what's copper telling us? What's automotive telling us? What's housing telling us? All of them are telling me there's some slowdowns ahead. Now, what I don't know is what if the president of the United States, POTUS, what if he says every American gets a free chicken on Sundays starting after the November midterms? I'm like, a free chicken? Well, let me think about that here for a second. Well, I could invest in Tyson. I could invest in you know other chicken producers, right? So you never know what the president's going to do to change your investment you know, hitches and ties, things that you believe in. The copper market has had a few mining disruptions this year. I would say fewer than anticipated. And that's led to better mine production, which means more product Supply, and the demand is there, but there's more of it there because they've had no problems with the mines this year. So there's not a lot of fear of disruption. Fear of disruption can be a situation where we've talked about the visibility on Wall Street. You know the visibility of the car market between fourteen million units and seventeen million units sold in the United States. And then you can you know tighten up that visibility and you know companies like Apple have replacement plans, right? Every couple years, your phone's going to blow up, and you're going to want a new one. The copper markets had fewer mining disruptions this year than expected. So Freeport Copper, Freeport MacMoran is ticker symbol FCX. And if there's not a fear of disruption, there's kind of a kind of a, a good thing going on there. It's well supplied in the market. The decline in copper prices has come at the same time. As the imposed tariffs on China and trade wars and other nations. And ultimately, it threatens to grind to a halt global economic growth with the idea that we can always turn it back on. So the global tariff trade war is pulling down copper prices, in my opinion. Copper, if you hear Trump's gone friendly with China and we've gotten over all of our issues— FCX would be something I'd look at, because as an industrial metal, I think it has a play coming out of a recession or coming out of a slowdown based on tariffs. Slowing growth, particularly in China, is bad news for commodity companies like Freeport, McMoran, copper, and gold. Um, China, because copper's performance is matched by other base metals like lead and zinc, so, China's the mouth of the world when it comes to raw materials for, you know, base metals and consumption. The question right now, in my head, from the investment question is, will the rest of the world take the U.S. down with them? Or will the U.S. snap out of the trade war haze that we're in and say, let's let's get some growth going? Short-term, the trade war is going to hit companies that can't pass tariffs on to customers. Longer-term, it's going to impact consumption. So far, you've seen companies like BHP Billiton, which is just fun to say, ticker symbol BHP, and Rio Tinto. They have held up t- pretty well. But again, it's being passed on to the wholesalers at this point in time. When will it be passed on to the consumers from the wholesalers or from the producers? Stock recently hit its lowest level, Southern Copper, ticker symbol SCCO, since July 2017. Um, it's pure play on copper. Not necessarily gold, and again, copper is a metal that's telling you there's a slowdown. Autos are telling you there's a slowdown. Copper as a commodity is telling you that. Autos stocks are telling you that. Um, so there's some flaws out there, right? I just want to be honest with you. you know, I think that's the best relationship you and I can have on this show. Red Hat soars. Ford flies. Uh, Ford is flying on the whole idea that China is going to cut some taxes on cars, trying to keep their consumer up and going in tougher times. So Ford is moving higher on that news. Uh, Ford was upgraded at Goldman and Lenar was upgraded at Wedbrush. So Ford being the housing, uh, Ford being the auto stock, Lenar being the housing stocks, two pillars of the economy. They've been beaten up in October. But Dipping your toes back into beaten up stock sometimes creates some value. You can find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube Rob Black Show. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial money, investing, and more. Um, Don't be shy. I've got seminars coming up. I want to see you there. I haven't been in San Jose on a Saturday in years. Retirement Income and Tax Planning Seminar, November 17th. Investing Beyond a 401k Wealth Accumulation, November 17th. It's going to be at the Rotary Summit Center in San Jose. You can sign up at Rob Black show, Twitter dot robblackshow.com, Rob and use the code radio25 to get in for free. Don't come to both events. It's not really meant for that. Sign up for the one that's appropriate for you. I'm Rob Black.